Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everybody, and welcome to In-Depth, presented by the San Antonio Express News. My name is Luis Vasquez, and I'll be your host as we bring in journalists to give us an inside perspective into the stories they bring to the Express News each week. Today, I'm joined by staff writer Brandon Lingle to talk about the latest from SpaceX in Boca Chica and Brownsville. Welcome back to the show, Brandon. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Luis. Thank you. It's good to have you back. So uh, this has been an ongoing story Huge news in uh, in the Valley. Can you just give us a brief overview of what, what we're talking about here? Sure. Yeah. So SpaceX came to the Valley around 2014, uh, started developing some land uh, out by the coast uh, by Boca Chica Beach, sort of a desolate area outside of Brownsville. Things have really picked up over the last year or so with uh, frequent launches and uh, different things like that. So in reading your article, I'm getting the sense that there's been a lot of mixed sentiments about SpaceX being in Brownsville and in Boca Chica. What can you tell me about what it's been like talking to the residents and what you, what you think about all that? Yeah, it's it's uh, been very interesting. So as you know, SpaceX and, and Elon Musk have a lot of fans on social media uh, that, that sort of hang on on every word that the company puts out. So the social media narrative is is all positive and glowing for the most part. Uh, but when you get down there, it's a little bit different. I, I met a you know some families who who end up being inconvenienced by uh, the delays and road closures that SpaceX SpaceX creates going out to the beach. Then there's the people that live in the small town of Boca Chica Village. It's not even really a town. It's an unincorporated area in Cameron County. And, you know, there's SpaceX or a, a shell company of SpaceX owns most of the properties in this little village. But there's still some people who live there. And they're, they're basically neighbors with, with a gigantic company. And, and they're trying to navigate that. Since you've been writing the story, you've been back and forth to Boca Chica. Have you seen any major changes um, just in the time that you've been going down there? Sure. So every time I go down to Boca Chica, the area has changed and developed more. Um, at the launch area, at SpaceX's launch area by the beach, they continue to build and and uh, and develop more capability. Uh, right now, they're building an orbital launch tower that will eventually launch at the super heavy booster plus the starship. And that, that whole thing is going to be like 400 feet tall. It's going to be twice as tall as the starship prototypes that have been launching to date. So, so yeah, lots of, lots of development out there. Lots of development means lots of money that's probably pouring into the County. I think somewhere in your article, you mentioned how the mayor is saying that a lot of the, um, the negative things that some of the residents have been complaining about, he, I think the word he used was misguided. Yeah. And I think Cameron County was one of the hardest hit COVID hotspots. The whole Valley was, but I remember Cameron County being really hard hit. So what's it been like for you 
Are people still wearing masks down there? How how does COVID intersect with SpaceX? Yeah. No, it's interesting. So in December, SpaceX launched their first Starship prototype that looks like the Starship that that people are are starting to see in the media and and online. The the big stainless steel rocket with with fins on its nose and tail. And you know, hundreds, probably thousands of people gathered uh, on the beach on on South Padre Island to watch that launch. And SpaceX, as I understand it, SpaceX was going to have a have a uh, party for employees uh, at the amphitheater there, uh, but the county judge ended up having to cancel that or ended up canceling it. So it was sort of uh, interesting because of the day of the launch. Instead of hosting this big party that they had you know, bands and, and food and everything monitors set up for, uh, all that stuff was getting taken down, uh, because, because the judge, uh, said no to that gathering. So, so it's, it's sort of interesting, um, the impact of COVID on, on all of this. I'm curious how the, um, how the residents of both Brownsville and Boca Chica have responded to to outsiders. And I'm talking specifically like your experience. Have they been opening up to you? Do, do they want their stories told? I'm assuming they do. Well, what's it been like uh, interviewing people? Yeah, it's sort of a, a slow and uh, challenging and, and maybe frustrating process at times. Uh, pretty much everything SpaceX does is at least in, in their dealings with, with other businesses or residences is, uh, sheltered under non-disclosure agreements. Um, the city of Brownsville has been pretty reluctant to talk, even though I did talk to the mayor, uh, during my last trip down there for the first time. And, and I felt like he was candid with me and, and upfront with me. I haven't uh, been able to, to reach the judge of Cameron County yet. Uh, judge Trevino, um, and, and, and my months of reporting on, on SpaceX, I've actually never talked with anyone from that company. Um, I have received a couple emails from them, but it's very sort of cursory, uh, you know, not, not providing any information. So all the reporting, uh, is, is done, you know, by talking to people and looking at records and, and, and digging basically. The communication you you get from them is very corporate, I assume. Uh, yeah, I mean, they basically don't engage with the media, um, at least in Boca Chica. I, I think they do, you know, in Florida for all the the Falcon launches and whatnot. It was this is such an in depth article. It really yeah. is, and I'm curious as a journalist, how do you organize your notes? Are you picking a recorder ever you go? Are you a pen and paper kind of thing? Are you using an iPad? I'm really curious to like how you organize yourself when tackling such a, like a big story like this. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm, since I am still sort of new to journalism, I'm still sort of figuring out my process as I go. But, uh, but yeah, I depend a lot on, on uh, recording and, and my notes. So, so I usually re record and take notes, um, you know, with, with computers, you know, there's a, there's software that you can do transcribing, which helps me a lot. Um, you have to double check it, but, but it, it gives a good starting point. So, uh, the combination of those helps. Um, and, you know, I think as you're reporting a story, you can sort of start to see a structure and, and that's sort of how I organize 
my work. So, so like the structure of this SpaceX story, uh, it started at SpaceX and worked out. So the first section was about Boca Chica Village. The second section was about you know this gun range and and a, a campground for for space fans called Rocket Ranch, which is you know both those places are five to seven miles outside of SpaceX, and then and then uh, out into Brownsville itself, which is like twenty five miles from SpaceX. I'm also curious: are there other stories there that you're finding that you just probably won't be able to cover there's something interesting that's that's popping up there that you think might need coverage but probably won't get it so no that's that's a good question um and and i've been trying to wrap my head around why this is such a sort of uh intriguing story and and i keep thinking of uh of the sources of conflict you know that when you think back to english class and uh there's these sources of conflict and, and, you know, it's the, the verses, right? It's, it's humans versus humans or humans versus nature, or humans versus technology or machines or humans versus society or versus themselves. Um, in, in some ways, the, the saga of SpaceX in South Texas has all of that fast moving corporation, um, you know, challenging, uh, federal bureaucracies and, and, uh, and city governments and, and county governments. There's, um, people who live there who, you know, aren't, aren't convinced this is the best thing for their neighborhood. Um, it's, it's the, the battle of, of humanity versus just amazing, uh, mind blowing technology. And, you know, some would even say that it's, a uh, it's a it's a race to help help the species survive. And uh, one of the things that really stood out from your article that kind of falls in that category is a starship had exploded, and then like thirty minutes later or an hour later, Elon Musk announced that he's giving like thirty million dollars to to schools in the area. And it's stuff like that that makes me think like, okay, well, who's the good guy here? The lines are so blurred. Is is that right? Yeah. No, that's that's a good way of putting it. And you know, <laughs> SpaceX doesn't really engage with the media. Um, the impression that, that I've gotten in my time down there is that, you know, it doesn't really engage with the community in, in sustained and, and meaningful ways. And, and that's something I've been thinking about too. I feel like if perhaps the company was a little bit more transparent, then, you know, it would help alleviate some of these problems that they're starting to run into uh, more and more increasingly. You know, when, when SpaceX was just sort of this nebulous idea out on the way to Boca Chica Beach, it wasn't really inconveniencing people. Um, you, the, the beaches weren't getting closed that often. The, the traffic wasn't that bad. Uh, there wasn't the constant construction and whatnot. But now they're, they're launching rockets, you know, every three weeks or every month. Um, there's a lot more interference with the sort of day-to-day flow of, of uh, Brownsville people and, and local people in the valley uh, and their beach access. You, you have some excellent reporting and you're going to be doing more of this. This isn't, this isn't the last article you're going to write on SpaceX. Is that right? 
That's correct. I mean, it, it's sort of an ongoing uh, story. Uh, NASA recently awarded SpaceX a $2.9 billion contract to, to use the Starship that that they're developing in South Texas to, to help get us to the moon again. And so that's a huge, a huge vote of confidence for SpaceX and it'll continue. Um, there's, there's a currently a lawsuit, uh, a family got in a car accident, um, with a truck turning into the SpaceX facility and the, and there's a $20 million lawsuit against SpaceX for, um, you know, for the damages, damages. Um, there's environmental concerns right now. The U S uh, fish and wildlife service and Texas parks are, you know, they work with SpaceX trying to, to figure out the way, the best way to, to get, you know, some of this rocket debris out of these very sensitive marshlands and, and, uh, and sort of pristine habitats. Um, the last time I was down there, I mean, there's still big chunks of the, of the last starship sort of sitting out in a marsh, just waiting to get collected. The FAA is, is, uh, you know, still investigating that, that last rocket. And so, so yeah, still lots going on. And, and if all of this sort of plays out the way SpaceX and, and Elon Musk hope, I mean, we're talking huge numbers of starships and huge numbers of flights, um, you know, over the next couple of years. Wow. Well, uh, real quick before you go, just for new listeners, you've been on the show before and you've talked about it before, but can you just tell us what report is, uh, what report for America is and, and what you're, um, and what you're doing with them? Sure. Yeah. I came to the express news via report for America and basically it's a, a nonprofit, uh, newsroom that helps place reporters in, in local news outlets around the country. And, uh, so I'm I'm coming up on my my year as a report for America um person and they just announced another round of report for America reporters or journalists going out there and and the Express News is going to get another report for America journalist uh, this summer. That's incredible. And the last last thing I just want to make sure to bring up is your uh weekly is it weekly uh accelerator series? Yeah. Can you just talk real quick about it? Yeah, so Accelerator is a, a weekly column that that sort of focuses on on tech and and uh, and startup news and and look at at those types of of businesses and 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 happenings uh, in our area, and it runs on on Sunday in uh, the SA Inc section of the paper. Excellent. Um, so yeah, look for that, and uh, you can also find everything Brandon writes over at ExpressNews.com. Uh, thanks again for being on the show, Brandon. Always a pleasure. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you.